What's happening? Will Freeman, RevolutionaryLifestyleDesign.com, coming at you today to talk about how to understand life, the frame of combat versus cooperation. Okay, so as all frames, they're just a model. The map is not the territory, but this is a really, really useful frame that I've found for understanding life and that life is one part combat or, or competition and one part cooperation, okay? And those two principles are always active and, you know, oftentimes they are, um, you know, sort of the yin and the yang thing. They are in opposition to each other, but then you've got a little bit of combat and cooperation, a little bit of cooperation and combat type of thing. But a lot of people do not want to accept that. Okay, they want to live in cooperation. They want to think that there will be some type of utopia where people would be able to, you know, live in harmony and, uh, you know, not compete with each other and there will be a quality of outcome. And the reality is that is just not the case. I don't think it can ever be the case unless you seriously tinker with human DNA. And even then, I do not see it. I see the, that is not the way that this world is set up, whether we, we like it or not. Combat or competition is a massive aspect of this world. So don't shoot the messenger, okay? I didn't create the world. I'm just explaining it to you. And the way that I see it, this is a fact. It is not my opinion. Um, I mean, people talking about equality of outcome, do not want to look. They they do not want to believe that people are not created equal. And animals and people are not created equal. And, and every single thing in this world is different from another thing, okay? Even if you have an identical twin, you and your identical twin are not equal. Sometimes someone's going to be a bit taller, someone might be a bit better looking, someone might be smarter, Some and on and on and on. There is no equality between um, living things. That's a fact, okay? And the other fact is that it only takes a half a second to look. Nature is a food chain, guys. Nature is a food chain. It is a pyramid. They, they have apex predators like lions and sharks at the top of it. And then you have minnows and rabbits at the bottom. This is the way the world is designed, okay? All, I mean, it takes half a second to recognize that. The world is designed as a food chain, okay? It, it, it is that ruthless. That is how ruthless this world is, okay? And you need to understand that and you need to accept it. And, you know, the, these people who, who are constantly hounding us with equality cannot and will not look at that. And the people that get hurt are the people who, who don't accept that, okay? That's, 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 what it, that's what it is at the end of the day. If you don't want to accept that, that's fine but you're gonna get played in the game of life, all right? That's the reality of it, okay? And within that food chain, we just dominated, we as humans, the apex predators, the most dominant uh, species, Homo sapien in the history of the known universe, just dominated to such an extent that we stepped out of it and no longer have to deal with it. And we, you can walk by uh, restaurants in Chinatown and there will be chickens hanging inside out, you know, ready for you to eat, like, and you can get food delivery, you, you know, meat is, is farmed and then harvested and then delivered to you on a food delivery app. That's how much we've dominated the game of uh, the food pyramid, okay? Well beyond lions and sharks and all those things. I mean, we've stepped out of it to such a degree that it's ridiculous 
And you'll hear someone like Louis C.K. talk about, you know, if we were still in the in the food pyramid, it'd be like we're on our way to work and then a cheetah attacks and we have to deal deal with that. But we stepped out of the food chain because we just dominated it so much. We competed so well and we became so intelligent and we built all these tools and we could wipe out the entire food chain if we wanted to. Okay, so the other animals exist because um, they are food to us. All right, we could wipe out the food chain if we want to. We have that much power. Uh, that that is the reality. Okay, so we're the most dominant predator of all time, and that allows for this life of luxury that we have. Okay, to even discuss these things, to even discuss the, these philosophical concepts, to have uh, YouTube, to have Twitter, to have you know, to be able to stay in your room and be air conditioning, to be able to protest against what you think is inequality that exists because we're the most ruthless predator of all time. We outcompeted everything, okay? The life of luxury that we, we allow for right now is because of that very fact. The rabbit doesn't have that luxury, okay? The rabbit doesn't have that luxury at all. It doesn't have air conditioning. It doesn't have food panda to deliver food to it. And it definitely does not have the luxury to protest, all right? The rabbit doesn't protest the lion. It fucking runs, okay? It does not protest the lion. It runs because if it tried to protest, it would get smoked in less than half a second, all right? It is not fair. It is not fair. And I remember that very clearly from summer camp when I was a kid. We used to play this game where you would all draw um, straws and then you would have you know, this different tag. Someone would be a lion, someone would be a rabbit, someone would be something else, and someone would be bacteria that killed everything. And then you would run around chasing, you know, other people through the forest, and it was this really fun game, but you could only kill uh, people that were lower than you on a food chain. And sometimes I would end up as the rabbit or the mouse, and I would be like, this is terrible, I can't, I can't kill anything. All I, all I can do is like run and hide. And then when you're the lion, you're like, oh man, I can, I can grab everyone. I, I'm, I'm going to win this game. And it's sort of like, you know, that, that kind of burned into my brain the, the reality for a lot of these animal species, okay? They don't have the option to protest and they don't even have the option to pretend like the world is equal, okay? They know very well if they see a giant lion that that thing is much stronger, much more powerful, and they need to run away from that, all right? That's, that's the reality of it, okay? So... In, in terms of uh, human life, every day you're competing for resources, all right? You are competing to be able to live in a condo or an apartment or a house so that you can get your eight hours of sleep, so that you can get your shelter. You are competing to be able to have the money to be able to drink fresh water, to be able to eat, uh, to be able to get more status, which in turn oftentimes will get you more resources. You'll be able to you're competing for women, okay? If you if you have a nice girlfriend, I guarantee you someone else wants her and someone else wanted her before you started dating her and you were able to take him away from that guy or those other potential guys. Um, you know, you're competing for currency, you're competing for jobs, you're competing for promotions, you're competing for everything, okay? At the end of the day, this is the reality. This is why I'm telling you guys to play the game of life. Because if you're if you're not playing, you're getting played. All right, you you need to and you need to eat living things to survive. All right, the vast majority of people on the planet are meat eaters. We we evolved to be meat eaters. That's why we have sharp teeth and all these different things. And 
we are we are still you know exercising our right at the top of the the food chain eating meat okay if you're on the ethical side and um you're a vegetarian or you're a vegan you know you are still eating vegetables uh studies have shown that plants can communicate that obviously plants are alive and 100 years from now i i would i would bet that we will be able to see that that plants are sentient and that maybe they can feel as well i would not be surprised if that were proven the case um so at at any given point you are living off of other living things that's the reality of the game okay and whether it's a client in business girlfriend you know a new business a promotion food you're always in competition okay you cannot remove that from the equation and i'm not saying that i like this all right i wish we could all live in heaven and have all these you know just just run around singing kumbaya and you know have have everything without having to compete but that's just not the reality so please don't shoot the messenger okay so but that's only part one all right part two is there is cooperation as well so it's not a left versus right thing it's not you know darwinian and and versus you know lack of spirituality um there is cooperation okay we evolved to live in these hunter-gatherer tribes and we would compete for food and resources uh, against other tribes, but within our tribe, we would, we would cooperate. Okay. Everyone had a job, you know, the wealth was shared and, you know, we lived a life of, of cooperation with each other. Okay. And people help each other all the time. There are random acts of kindness all the time. There were people running into burning buildings to save random strangers. There are all, all kinds of nice things. There's all kinds of cooperation. There's all kinds of lovely, you know, um, kind human behavior, there is a spiritual aspect, which is beyond the, the scope of this video that I believe in, okay? And I'm not denying cooperation, and it's a beautiful thing. But the world will not be sitting around singing Kumbaya anytime soon. I don't believe that war is going where, anywhere. I don't believe that fierce competition over resources is going anywhere. I believe that the world will continue on with both the aspects of competition and cooperation. So the question is, what do you do with this knowledge? All right, and this is very important. So what I suggest you do is you start competing, okay? You be unashamed about it. I'm competing for women by staying in shape. I'm competing for money by talking to you guys. Um, I'm competing for resources from, from getting the money out of this business and all kinds of other things, and I am not ashamed about it whatsoever. I suggest you, you take on the same mentality and look at yourself as playing the game of life that you were dropped into. Okay, the other thing you want to do is you want to build your tribe. So that's or that's competition, but you also want to build a tribe based around cooperation. So you guys are like my extended tribe right here. I'm trying to spread my message as far as I can uh, for a number of different reasons, not just for um, making money, not just for helping others, but also so that I can have, eventually I'll have a, a contact in, in everywhere in the, in the continent. If I want to get projects done, I can reach out to one of you guys. Um, you know, many, many different things that I can get from, from cooperation and having a big tribe. But on a smaller level, I also have a smaller offline tribe where everyone has their own special thing that they do. I've got a friend who's, who's in real estate. Got another friend in financial services. I've got guys who do marketing, uh, guys who do graphic design, all these things that are that are relevant to my business. 
and not in co-op, not in competition with my direct business. And there is a cooperation sphere within that tribe that is very useful and we're able to learn a lot from each other and everyone having different skills and we are out there competing with the world. So basically you're replacing the uh, old hunter-gatherer tribe, which is what we're evolved to live in, and you're doing it within this uh, you know, massive society, which doesn't particularly do very well at, at meeting people's needs. So we just basically replace that with, with our own little tribe, and that is who we are cooperating with, and outside of that sphere, we are competing. So we're all helping each other com compete in our own niches, and but within the tribe, it's it's cooperation. So it's kind of the opposite of most guys' friendships, which is competition all the time. Like guys go hang out for beers, and then they're just you know messing with you, with each other and teasing each other and and trying to jockey for status. And you know it's just a, not a very useful friendship. There's not a lot of positive thinking. There's not a po lot of a lot of positive uh, talk. There's not a lot of encouragement. There's just a lot of like you know getting on top of each other, trying to dominate each other. I mean, I remember even back to like middle school, be like, you know, you go for pizza at lunch and it'd be a rush to finish. And then the, the two guys who, who who were the slowest, everyone would already be leaving and, and leaving those guys in the dust and they'd be running behind with like their dripping pizza because it was just, you know, a savage competition at, at all times and, and really not useful for bettering yourself against the world. Um, you know, you really have to be careful on who you bring into your tribe. You want only positive people, you know, encouragement, no negative people, uh, no neutral people, no low energy people, no people who aren't ready to win. And then within the tribe, it's all about cooperation, right? I don't even, uh, I don't play sports with my close friends. I don't like, you know, really even play cards too much. You know, I save all my competition for business and I, I'm ruthless in that, you know, I'm, I'm very focused in that. And then when I'm hanging out with my friends or whichever girl I'm seeing, that is pure cooperation. That is just relaxing. That is just, you know, the other side of me. So you've got the, the competitive side and then you've got the really nice side. And so I save all that, you know, give all that extra good behavior to, to my friends and, um, you know, whatever girl I'm seeing at the time. All right. The, that's why you have people on your team. You take care of your team. It's, you know, you really, really cooperate. And you each are competing outside with the world, but you're not competing within the team. That's really, really important to understand. Um, and I mean, even down to busting balls, I don't even do that. I don't even tease. Um, you know, just just small things like that. I'm always looking for how to lift up the energy, how to lift up the state. And you need it in this in this life. Okay, I'll tell you why. Because we are living in the greatest technical technological revolution of all time. We are in the internet revolution. We're on, you know, internet 2.0, social media. We're going to be going into augmented reality. We're going into virtual reality. We're going into, we've got cryptocurrencies. We've got blockchain. We've got, um, you know, we don't know whether it's going to be governments or corporations who are going to be running this thing in the future. We've, we've got AI coming into play, you know, um, Online marketing and sales is becoming data-driven and AI-driven and forget about just working a job for 50 years and living in a suburb and retiring at the gold watch. That is done. Um, a lot of jobs are becoming automated. So for myself and my friends who are all entrepreneurs, a lot of us have, are making money online. It is a necessity 
it is a necessity to have a tribe of smart guys because we're competing. We're trying to compete at the highest level, right? You've got guys like Mark Zuckerberg and Bill Gates out there. You know, I need like, I need 10 smart guys to be able to compete with one of those, you know, really, really smart guys or even at a lower level than him. You know, I need 10 of those sharp minds all cooperating together um, to make sure that I don't have any gaps in my knowledge. Like I just saw Facebook un unveiled like, um, advertising outside of Facebook. I didn't know that, but I should have known that. Okay. Which is why I need, I need that tribe. I need more people. I need guys who are really on top of stuff. Um, and then I'm going to need people that I'm paying to, to keep me abreast of those things because it's evolving so rapidly. So the tribe is not a want. Okay. The tribe is a need in this, in this new marketplace. I, I would tell you, you can obviously survive as you're, as an entrepreneur right now and you can survive by yourself but coming in the next 15 10 10 15 20 years it's going to it's going to be um you know difficult as things change so quickly uh you know you can sell real estate now but you really have to be on top of the game and or or whatever service business and and really stay on top of it but even then you're going to need people who who have knowledge that you don't know i mean it's going to be you're going to need data engineers at, at some point um, things are just changing so rapidly so that you really, really need that tribe as far as I'm concerned. Then you take all that comp competitive energy and you compete outside, right? You go hard. Everyone has all their different skills. So if, if some guy in my tribe is making money, more money than I am, I'm, I, you know, congratulations, right? It's not about that competition. I'm just competing in my lane. I'm just staying in my lane. So I'm competing with guys in the personal improvement sphere. The guy's selling real estate or whatever and he's doing better. I just, I just you know, tip my hat type of thing. And, you know, you go hard, you go hard getting money, you go hard getting clients, you go hard getting women, you compete outside and you cooperate within. Um, and you just accept the nature of the world. And you dropped into this game of life. And the smartest thing you can do is play the game of life, play it to the best of your ability. And denying that, denying that the game exists, just means you're going to get played. I'll occasionally have some people who are upset with my message or they'll agree with the message, but they'll say like, I don't like it. And I'm like, that's fine. You can pretend like it doesn't exist. You can deny it or you can accept that it exists, but that you don't like the way the world is and that you're going to change the world. But I'll tell you this, you're going to get played in life. Okay. Some guy is going to come around and he's going to take the girls that you want and he's going to take the money and he's going to take the resources and he's going to take the nice condo and he's going to take the things, all the things that were on the table for you. Okay. And guess what? If you actually really want to help the world, make a lot of money. Okay. Very difficult to help the world when you're making minimum wage and you can't even afford, you know, a setback on your paycheck where you're not boring off mom and dad. All right. A lot easier to help the world when you've worked really hard and you saved a lot of money and you're able to invest that into the charities that you want. That's the reality of it. Okay. So really important to keep that frame under mind. Combat versus cooperation. It's always a balance of those two things. Accept it. Make it work for you. Don't fight it. Okay, that's the way it is. And, and play the game of life to the fullest extent. And that's it. So hope you found that useful. As always, much love to you and all the best in your personal development journey.